0: Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snow Deal double G. Hi, this is Don Stall. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo! Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat. is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Alright, it is Saturday. It is a special Super Bowl edition. It's the eve of Super Bowl Sunday, and I am Richard Holdridge. This is The Sports Beat, and you are listening to my podcast. I hope that you like my Facebook page, The Sports Beat, with Richard Holdridge. Kind of changed the format a little bit, but we'll go ahead and get started. Alright, well the San Francisco 49ers are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. In Super Bowl 54, I had two weeks to think about this matchup. I like San Francisco's defense. I know that Kansas City's offense is explosive. Kansas City is favored by one and a half. A lot of the experts are picking the Kansas City Chiefs. But you just got to look at their body of work and who they've played this year. When they take on an elite defense, Patrick Mahomes is not as explosive. He only put up 23 points against the New England Patriots. I feel Jimmy Garoppolo, who has very good yards per attempt, and he has four fourth quarter comebacks this season. I think he can go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. So let's see what happens in this matchup as the Kansas City Chiefs defense is going to be tested with that dominant run game that the 49ers have. Kansas City is led by Frank Clark on the defensive side. Mitchell Schwartz and Tyron Matthew in the back end. And then Breland, their cornerback, is going to get tested as well with Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel. The X-factor in this game is the 49ers linebacker Fred Warner. If he could control the line of scrimmage, stop the run, and get in on blitzes to sack Patrick Mahomes, the 49ers have a really good chance. This could actually come down to the field goal kicking units both for San Francisco and Kansas City. Robbie Gould, a very good kicker for the 49ers, and Harrison Buckner, the kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm looking at the matchups for the tight ends. You got the two best tight ends in all of football, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Kittle is the type of tight end that can be explosive, but he also likes to block as well. The coaching mashups, well, what can I say? You got two coaches with two weeks to prepare. Both offensive geniuses, Andy Reid going up against Kyle Shanahan. And both teams are very healthy, and they are ready to go. I am excited about this game. It will kick off at 6.30 on Fox tomorrow, and I hope that everybody is ready. And what, what are you excited about the Super Bowl? Not just the game, but the commercials, the food, the halftime show, the national anthem. Just comment below. On this podcast, and I will share it to you the next show that I have, which will be on Monday, which I will recap the Super Bowl. Leading up to the Super Bowl, we have, you know, it's a slow sports week, but we have college basketball, NBA, NHL, and we're just trying to get ready. And it is one of those things that the hype for the Super Bowl, and the whole world is watching. What's impressive is that the San Francisco 49ers are back in the Super Bowl after being away for six years. They, they last went to the Super Bowl in 2013. And that's impressive, to actually go back to the Super Bowl with a completely different coaching staff, a completely different team. They went to the Super Bowl in 2013, the Jim Harbaugh went 8 and 8 in 2014. He was fired. They hired Jim Tom Sula, which was the offensive line coach. He went 5 and 11. He was fired. And then they hired Chip Kelly, which I was pretty optimistic because he he does very good things with quarterbacks and he's got great offensive play calling. He goes 2 and 14 mainly because they just didn't have players. And also their defense was completely terrible outmatched and they were pretty bad. They go 2 and 14, so owner Jed York decides to just completely blow it up and hires Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Right out the gate, this uh, GM coach Tanum was given a 6-year contract to try to rebuild this. And we knew it was going to be a rebuild. One thing about the 49ers even when they had Jim Harbaugh as their coach they could just—they could not get the wide receiver position right. Yeah, they drafted Michael Crabtree. I mean, that was kind of a no-brainer. He was the best wide receiver to come out of college. He drafted—he was drafted tenth overall in 2008, and that—that that made sense. 2008? No, I think it was 2009. I don't know. They, they had some good drafts in the early 2000s. Uh, Scott McLaughlin was their GM. They drafted Patrick Willis, Frank Gore, Vernon Davis. Michael Crabtree, their team was in place. But then they got a GM, an unproven GM. He was just an assistant for the 49ers, Trent Baalke. And yes, he did hit on some picks. And when I mean some, I I mean very little picks. Navarro Bowman, that was a steal for the 49ers. But he completely botched the 2012 NFL Draft. I kid you not. They drafted A.J. Jenkins in the first round. He he hasn't even played. I I don't even think he's caught a ball in the NFL. And then they drafted LaMichael James. Not even in the league anymore. The reason why the 49ers are here is because they do have a lot of top 10, top 5 picks from being so bad for all those years. But they decided to draft defensive linemen. They drafted Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner. And then Solomon Thomas, and then of course Nick Bosa. So they have drafted four defensive linemen in the last ten years, and that's why they have one of the best defensive linemen in all of football. But also their GMs know what their GM knows knows what he's doing. Drafting Fred Warner, drafting Dre Greenlaw, picking up Kwan Alexander in free agency, and of course the secondary getting Richard Sherman. Uh, that sappy, that the, the you know the veteran who uh, came from the Seattle Seahawks with the, the torn ACL and then the Seahawks released him. Now he's back and he is healthier than ever. Jaquiski Tart was a player that was picked up in the second round of the 2017 draft. That was the first draft for John Lynch, and then Jimmy Ward, who was drafted first in the first round in 2014 through Trent Baalke. So you had your secondary in place, your corners. Emmanuel Mosley, who was an undrafted free agent from 2018. And then, of course, Akela Weatherspoon, who was also picked up in the draft by the 49ers. If there's a weakness on this team, it is probably the other side of the ball when it comes to cornerbacks. But the 49ers are no slouch to, to picking up great players in the secondary. If you remember that, that team that had Jim Harbaugh as the coach, they had uh, Terrell Brown, Carlos Rogers, Dante Whitner, Deshaun Golson, and then they, they drafted Eric Reed. That was a great pickup. They picked up Antoine Bethea in free agency. They they, they had some talent, and that talent just took a nosedive and they were one of the worst teams in football right around 2016 and going into 2017. They parted ways with Colin Kaepernick in 2016. Their starting quarterback in 2017 was Brian Hoyer. He was benched for C.J. Bether, a player they picked up in the third round. He wasn't the quarterback of the future, but he was a formidable backup, and they were 0-9. So this team was in despair in Kyle Shanahan's first season. Starting 0-9, CJ Beathard finally won a game and you know they went one and ten. And then came Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo got brought into the Seattle game. You know, they they picked him up from a trade. The New England Patriots traded him to the 49ers for a first round, second round pick rather. And he comes into the game in Seattle and throws a touchdown pass. You know, so they're one and ten. And they got five games left, and Jimmy Garoppolo wins all five games. And they get some pretty impressive teams. The, the Titans and Jaguars are no slouch. They, they were playoff teams. And, of course, they finish out the season 6-10. and 10, So Jimmy Garoppolo gave the 49ers hope in 2017. I was pretty optimistic about the following season. I felt that they were going to be at least 9-7, and seven, a formidable team, not necessarily a playoff team. But 9-7, and seven, I thought. And then the worst possible scenario that, it, in my mind at the time, happened when Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL and was out for the season week three against the Kansas City Chiefs. With that being said, I mean, the 49ers were at times competitive, but went 4-12. and 12. Their quarterbacks were C.J. Beathard and Nick Bowens. Nick Mullins, who's actually their second-string quarterback, had a great game on a Thursday night game when they took on the Raiders, went 34-3, and that's just Kyle Shanahan's play calling. This team is a lot better than that team last year because of the depth of the wide receivers. Last year they had Pierre Garçon, Marquise Goodwin. It, it was tough to try to get those wide receivers involved. Dante Pettis, it was his first season. They've had wide receivers like Quentin Patton, Brandon Lloyd. You know they even hired, they even got Stevie Johnson. Just you're going through this, you know, wide receivers coming off the conveyor belt, and and nothing, no nobody's popping. But this year they drafted Debo Samuel, and he is definitely popping. He's one of those wide receivers who's physical. He's able to make first downs. I saw a play against the Minnesota Vikings where it was. A, like a third and 12 and he fought to try to get that first down. He's he's a great physical player. And so going back to the 2018 49ers 4 and 12 they end up having the second pick in the draft. The Arizona Cardinals Arizona Cardinals had the first pick in the draft and they hired Cliff Kingsbury and Cliff Kingsbury wanted his guy. So he reached and drafted Kyler Murray, which allowed the 49ers to get the best player in the draft, Nick Bosa. And you get through thinking, as a 49ers fan, really another defensive lineman? They've, they've drafted four already, and, and none of them has really worked out. Like, I know in the 2018 season, DeForest Buckner had 12 sacks, but Eric Armstead wasn't all that great yet. Solomon Thomas was about to be a bust. It, it was looking bad. And then they picked up Nick Bosa, which has made the difference on that defensive line. Getting D. Ford in the trade, and you, you could see the pattern when you get dominant defensive linemen, the rest of them fall into place. And so not only do they have dominant defensive linemen, they have depth on the defensive line. And their linebackers are improving. The one thing about this 49ers defense, their defensive line was great, and the rest, the jury was out. They're linebackers. Fred Warner could possibly be a pro-bowl, all-pro linebacker. He's been a steal for the 49ers. And once again, he's leading the team in tackles. And he's been the anchor on that defense. Quan Alexander, coming back from injury, has made a huge difference in the, the pass game and the run game. As well as Dre Greenlaw, who's been an unsung hero for the 49ers. He was picked up in the fourth round of the 2019 NFL draft no the fifth round they actually got that punter guy in the fourth round so they they drafted him in the fifth round out of Arkansas and he has been surprisingly good and has made some key plays that allowed the 49ers to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs and of course their secondary led by Richard Sherman he's the anchor in that secondary he's the the coach on the field a leader leading Jaquiski Tart and Jimmy Ward. Uh, Tart has been injured for a couple games, and you could tell when he's out of the lineup, offenses are moving the ball in the 49ers. You saw what Drew Brees did to him. You saw what Jared Goff did to him. I know the 49ers' weaknesses is quarterbacks that are mobile. Kyler Murray gave him fits. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, they all gave him fits. So, How much is Patrick Mahomes going to run? How much is he going to adjust to the 49ers? Because the 49ers can cover. But can the 49ers cover those speedy receivers? I look to see Patrick Mahomes throw the ball many times, trying to to push the ball downfield. And the Chiefs may just abandon the run. So we'll see what happens. But you also got to understand that this defense is not as good as... The Vikings and the Packers defense. So that's something to think about. So, my prediction I feel it's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to whoever has the ball last. If the 49ers, what they got to do is they got to defer, they got to see what this defense is capable of, of stopping Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes is unstoppable, then the 49ers are going to have to match them score for score. If they win the toss, I would defer, give it to the Chiefs. Let's see if this defensive line can rattle Patrick Mahomes and mess up his timing just a little bit. If that happens, the 49ers are going to control this game. And they're going to run the ball with Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman. And they are just going to ground and pound. And they're going to put away the Chiefs. It's possible that it could get ugly but it's also possible there could be a shootout between the Chiefs and the 49ers. I don't anticipate a Chiefs blowout because you remember when the Saints were up big against the 49ers? They were up 20-7, 27-14. to The 49ers were able to throw the ball and get back into that game. If the Chiefs take a big lead, the 49ers can make adjustments and get some stops on the Chiefs. Remember, the last two playoff games the Chiefs were in, they were down 24-0, and down 17-7 against the Texas and Titans. Those teams were not capable of trying to push the ball down the field against the Chiefs. They actually started to play conservative. The, the Texans were sloppy with the, with the kickoff return and the the fake punt going for it on fourth down in their own territory. They were they were very sloppy. Had a great game plan stopping Patrick Mahomes, and this, this team's not as good as the 49ers, but they were up 24-0. Against the Chiefs, and also remember, the Chiefs' two playoff games were at home. This is going to be at a neutral field. We'll see how the Chiefs can do. Yeah, and they—they they always say. I, I heard the experts say, "Well, Andy Reid's got to win one. You know, they, they got to win one for Andy Reid." Andy Reid is a good coach, but Kyle Shanahan is something special. Kyle Shanahan could be the next great head coach in this league for years to come. And the 49ers are not done. If they don't win this Super Bowl, they will be back. They should be the odds-on favorite to win the NFC next year. Even though the NFC is competitive, the 49ers will be back. But I feel the 49ers are going to pull it out at the last minute on a last-second field goal. Or Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have the ball last and going to score the game-winning touchdown. He's going to silence the critics. He's going to throw for a lot more yards than he did. In the two playoff games. They're still going to get their running game going. They're, Raheem Oster. Tevin Coleman. They're going to rush for about 100, 100 some odd yards. The Chiefs are not going to be able to stop them completely. Because they have different running schemes than the Titans. You say oh well the Chiefs defense stop Derrick Henry. Well their running scheme is, is for the 49ers. Is a lot more complex. Than the Titans. You just give it the ball to Derrick Henry. And just let him run over people. So. I also feel like if they get into a situation where it's third and five, that Jimmy Garoppolo has the capability of throwing a quick slant and getting the first down. Their goal is to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. Now, Patrick Mahomes is going to have some explosive plays. He's going to throw the ball down the field. Tyreek Hill or Nico Hardman, Sammy Watkins, their receivers, Travis Kelsey, they're going to get big plays. But the 49ers don't give up a whole lot of big plays. I mean, you'll see it, but it could possibly be when the game is out of reach. But the 49ers will will clamp it up on defense. They will make it tight. I feel the 49ers are the more physical team than the Kansas City Chiefs. If there's an Achilles heel for the Kansas City Chiefs, it's, it's their defense. Their defense is not scary good, but they do have defensive players like Frank Clark, like Tyron Matthew, like Mitchell Schwartz. That are ballers and it could come down to a big play that will change the momentum in this game but my prediction is that the 49ers are going to win 35 to 31 to win their 6th Super Bowl in franchise history and that will tie them with the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers for the most Super Bowls in NFL history. And more importantly, they will overtake the Dallas Cowboys by having more Super Bowls than the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Well, you have listened to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. This is my podcast. Make sure that you like my Facebook page. And don't forget that I will be auditioning to be a sports talk show host at 95.7 ESPN. So I will let my audience know when that will be. And when it is, just need you to, to like my Facebook page and comment on their Facebook page as well and try to promote the show if you like it. And don't forget to leave a comment on my Facebook page or a comment on this podcast. Hope everybody has a great Super Bowl tomorrow, and go Niners!